Ash? Taryn. Hi. Um, I picked this fun fact. Yeah. Because I was like, this will throw you off. Okay. You'll hate this. And uh, I feel like we need to show every emotion, Ashley. The people need to see you angry. This is gross. It is disgusting. What kind of ill? What kind of ill? Um, if you don't know, Ashley's a clean freak. She <laughs> loves to clean the house. I'm uncomfortable just thinking about this. Um, did you know what the main ingredient in household dust is? <laughs> Isn't it like dead skin? <laughs> yeah, I knew that. That is so gross. It says that humans shed around 200 million skin cells yeah. each hour. Oh my God. Each hour. And they have I'm to go somewhere now. when you're indoors. So every time we're dusting and vacuuming. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh we're my basically God. just inhaling each other. Oh, ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> I hate that. We are one. I hate that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. That is Taryn. This yes. is Unsolicited Advice, where you guys send in stories and we advise you on them. Yeah. Um, how you been, Taryn? I've been great. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> great. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, my God, is she dating someone? No. <laughs> um, no, I got a Quest 2 VR headset. She's been playing it nonstop. Okay, first of all, I don't want to brag, but I also will. Um, I'm like really good at Beat Saber. Uh-huh. Like I'm uh-huh. on expert. Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm-hmm. And so I just play that all the time. But I did flare up an old sports injury and I'm having <laughs> problems raising my right arm. It is very so. active. Yeah. I mean, I apparently you don't have to play this way, but I was squatting. I was like oh, yeah. jumping around. But and... you get more points for that. And that's what people oh, don't know. No one told me that. Yeah, because Brett. I felt like you were laughing at me because I was squatting oh, I was, down so I low. was laughing so hard because the when the box is. Okay, this is. Well, people might. No. If you know, you the, know. When the big like structures come at you, you mm-hmm. mainly only have to dodge them with your head. Oh. But you were like jumping side to side. And I was laughing because I was like, you're the one that like would hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being oh, like, like physically hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit a wall in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to play. Yeah. For yeah, sure, but for it's sure. been great. But yeah, I'm having massive shoulder issues, <laughs> which I've always known. Like, I think I have to get like shoulder surgery eventually. And um, yeah, it's kind of scary. But, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, not the old high you school. You got to do it for injury the beat. flare up. <laughs> no, I've always wanted to say that. Oh, uh, it's an old sports injury. <laughs> Anywho, how oh, are you? Oh, so good. I went snowboarding this last week and it was so much fun. It was my first like trip of the season I plan on going a lot more I definitely fell so hard and really? like bruised my butt really bad is it bad. mostly your butt yeah I okay. fell on my like right cheek specifically and what's so funny is like it wasn't even like an epic thing I went down like some pretty steep stuff with a group of friends no problems like, yeah I mean I, I wasn't really pushing myself I was though. just like chilling um and then I go on a green to practice carving specifically and ate shit just like full-on just like R. R. slipped it was a flat green and I just like caught an edge and then just yeah fell back on my butt and I I took an Epsom salt bath I was very concerned Oof. it was hard to sit on for a while but I'm doing Oof, much better today good. yeah thank god good. What is the season of snowboarding? Like, is it a specific time or it just has to do with snowfall? Uh, it's usually, I mean, it's always in the winter and it just depends on when the snow falls. Mm. I've always wondered that. Yeah. Because people are always like, you gotta keep season. track. And then once it's like, once it's snowed and it's stayed, then it's time. 
Got it. That's when it starts. Good to know. And then the latest I've ever gone was like April. If you go to Mammoth in April, it's still pretty cold there. Cool. Yeah. Also, guys, we have some really fun conversations on this podcast. You guys already know you're the you're yes. in the UA fam, so you, you're well aware of that. Um, we do continue these conversations on our socials on Instagram. So if you don't follow us there, you a thousand percent should. Um, we have a good time there. Also, if you're sitting on any kind of amazing story or sticky situation or even just something funny and lighthearted, please write it in. Yes, Taryn and I. Yes, want to know we need it. all the details. Um, yeah, this is your sign. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into our Tearing It Up segment. As you guys know, Tearing It Up is the segment where you guys send in funny stories. Yes. We love a funny story. This one is titled Airport Boyfriend. Ooh, I've had a few of those <laughs> in my mind. I've had a few of those in my day. Yeah. Um, hi, Taryn and Ashley. I would like to remain anonymous, but you can know my name. My name is blank. I'm not going to say it, obviously, for obvious reasons. First off, I just want to say I love y'all the mostest, and y'all are so funny. You give great advice, and I look forward to it every Monday now. I don't think this plays into the story at all, but I am an Enneagram 4. P.S. Sorry if this is all over the place. No, you're doing great so far. Um, <laughs> also, if you don't know what the Enneagram is, it's a personality yeah. quiz um, that Taryn and I have honestly like really like dove into the last three years and are big fans of and we have a whole series on it so if you want to listen and learn more listen to our Enneagram series okay yep. today I have a tearing it up for y'all my tearing it up begins at the Chicago airports at the beginning of January in 2020 I am from Texas and I had been in Chicago with my mom visiting a friend and seeing Hamilton which was <gasps> life-changing if you don't know now you know, Taryn and I are huge, huge Hamel heads. Hamel heads. I think that's what the fan base is, that, is called. Also, I could have just made also, that up. did you hear? I was like, and if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, they say that in Hamilton. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I was. I thought I was being really clever, and I was hoping you'd remark on it. I was to too be busy thinking of. I'm upset. Hamel heads. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, my mom and I were in Chicago airport waiting to board our flight back to Texas. We had about an hour till our flight boarded, so I sat down in a chair at our gate and read my book that I had brought. I looked up for a moment and saw a super all caps cute guy sit down a couple rows away from me. It looked like he was with his mom as well. I didn't get a great look at his face, but I just thought he looked super cute. He had curly hair and an amazing style. It was time to board the flight and he and his mom boarded before my mom and I. My mom and I boarded the plane and I looked to my left to see a cute to see the cute airport guy sitting there but with a hat on and a sleeping mask on. Guy was ready to knock out apparently. That's it's the mystery of it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see there's studies that are saying people find and again, fact or fiction, we don't know. I saw it on someone's story. Uh-huh. But was saying people find people with masks on yeah. more attractive. thousand percent. But it's because of the mystery. And like everyone has cute eyes. Like I feel right. like it's very hard to not have cute eyes. Yeah. So it's like the mystery of like who could they be? Like you're looking at their style. And I think that's what like the intrigue is what makes people mm-hmm. more attractive. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. That's why uh, modest is hottest. <laughs> modest is hottest. <laughs> um, so, so much for ever getting to see his face. I took my seat and we took off back to Texas. Once we landed, we exited the plane and we went to baggage claim. When we got to baggage claim, everyone from the flight was there waiting for their bags to come, including cute airport guy with his mom. Cute airport guy's back was turned towards me and he was standing right in front of the baggage claim. So there was no way for me to see him unless I hopped on to the baggage claim as any normal person would do i took a photo of his back and put it on my snapchat story with the caption quote airport boyfriend i then put a funny selfie of me on my story with the caption anyone in houston recognize his back A few minutes go by and our bags come. My mom and I grabbed our bags and headed to the car. In my head, I said goodbye to my airport boyfriend and future husband forever. (laughs) We got home and I took my bag up to my room and checked my phone. As soon as I checked my Snapchat, I let out a very loud, no. That's how I'm going to read it. That was the most muted, (laughs) sweet. No. No. (laughs) Next time something happens to me, I'm going to try to be like, A guy from my school had replied to my Snapchat of the cute airport guy with, quote, that's me. Shut up. Shut up. 
That's so embarrassing. She writes, I was all caps mortified when I realized (laughs) that it was him and that I had taken stalkerish pictures of him and that he actually saw them. Word got around at school and people did not let me live it down. And the guy who it was was called cute airport guy by many people after (laughs) that. Well, that's the end of my tearing it up about my cute airport boyfriend who definitely did not end up being anything near that. Thanks for reading Love Anonymous. Anonymous. Dang, I was really rooting for I you guys. I was going to say, like, what a perfect, like... Meet cute. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's straight out of a movie. I was like, man, maybe he just needed to know that she liked him, and yeah. then, you know, it could have worked out. I don't know. But I love that I love that the nickname stuck. Yeah, that's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Dang. That's, that. like, what a small world. Yeah, so the message to be taken away from this is... Just go ahead and hop on the baggage claim and confirm if yeah. you know the person or not. Yeah. You know. Or you know what I love to do is go up to people and just be like, you look so familiar. Do I look familiar to you? Yeah. Even though I'm like, I've do never we, seen you in my life. know each but other? But then if you lead with that line for him, he would have turned you and been like, oh my God, so-and-so. I literally yeah. was like, I think I know him. Yeah, that's hilarious. You know? I wonder if like subconsciously you were like, oh, I, I know him. That's why you were so intrigued. Well, I'm curious if like, she has a crush on or she mm. had a, kind of mm. a crush on this guy uh-huh. so it was like she felt him and was like hello uh-huh. yeah interesting wow i really wish they got together in my mind they did <sighs> you know what i like that let's that's how that. i win every argument i ever get in because in my mind i won so it doesn't matter if you did or not <laughs> i walk away going eh. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn. And Ashley. From Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. All right, um, shall I just jump in? Yeah, 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 yeah. This story is titled, How to Reject a Guy. Oh. Huh. Let know, me grab my I, list. I definitely feel like there's different levels of rejection. For sure, for sure. Like, I feel like we all subconsciously even reject people without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Like, even like the other day, this guy pulled up to me like next to my car and he was just aggressively smiling and staring at me and I did just a quick like made eye contact and looked right back like even that and it's way yeah was like my cue to him like hey I'm not interested right like we all do it throughout the day the look away so let's see how deep yeah yeah this rejection is okay Hey, Taryn and Ashley. My name is Jody, and yes, you can say my name. Jody. I'm a huge fan of Ashley and Alicia for five years now. (gasps) 
queen. I know. Thank you. Can't believe I literally grew up watching your videos. Also, Taryn's vlogs really helped me to feel less alone and understood. Uh. I really learned how to love myself and appreciate uh, myself for the person I am. Thanks to Taryn. <laughs> Pull it together. Thank you. Pull it together. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, okay. I really want to thank you guys so much for inspiring me every single day. I've learned so much from you guys and the podcast, especially. I'm always having it on repeat. Cute. Cute. Um, all right. Back to what I need advice on. I really do need advice on how to reject a guy. A little backstory. We've been friends for seven years now. Seven years is a long wow. time. Okay. Like me and you are going on what? Eight? Ish. Ish? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. We went to the same secondary school. Is that high school? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, same secondary school together, and he was part of my friend group. We started to really get close and started to hang out one-on-one. -on -one. Throughout these seven years, every time he would do something flirty or ask something too suspicious, I would ask him, both in person and online, if he had feelings for me, which I think it's is like super bold, right? Yeah. Which the more you read this email, the more I realize, like, I think she's like an eight. <laughs> okay. She's very bold and very just like straight to the point. Yeah. His answer would always be an immediate no. I believed him and took it that we were just friends. So I continued to hang out with him one on one. However, recently everything changed when he confessed to me, just on our way home, saying that he's liked me for seven years. Oh, honey. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Which meant the whole time. Yeah. The truth is, I've never liked him, and I really feel that I shouldn't be seeing him anymore as I refuse to give him any hope that it will ever work out between us. I also don't want to lead him on any further than I already have. Mm. I, too, don't trust him anymore, nor do I feel comfortable going out with him one-on-one. -on -one. I want to cut ties with him completely, but I know it's very harsh of me to do so. I feel that I don't have any other choice, though. I feel like our friendship isn't helping healthy any longer for me or him i feel so bad leading him on for so long but a part of me knows that it's not my fault for doing so when i suggested to cut ties with him he cried even Aww. after i suggested not seeing each other he still says that we should continue to go out one-on-one -on -one as friends and keeps asking me when i could see him or when he could see me again. And am I mad at him? And are we still friends via text? He also continues to say cheesy stuff over text. And it really disgusts me. Oh, shoot. She said <laughs> disgust. She said disgust. How do I cut ties with someone that I have known literally for seven years in a way that is clear and would cause the least damage emotionally on him? If you managed to read this email, thank you. And I would actually cry. Thank you, guys. Love, Jody. <laughs> Jody. Oof. This is this is <sighs> dicky. Uh cuz it's uh it just it really depends on do you want to have a friendship with mm -hmm. this person or not. And yeah. there's so many things that I feel like could be done like uh like only hanging out in in groups, not alone. Um obviously telling him that you making it very clear that you you don't plan on dating him, yeah. you don't have don't share those feelings for him and then let him decide if he still wants to hang out with you, then I don't see anything wrong with hanging out, but I do think you need to set boundaries because he clearly, I don't think can set them for himself. Yeah. So as a friend and also just to keep you in the right, like in the, and in the clear, like maybe set boundaries where you only hang out in groups. You don't let yourself like text too much. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, don't be too, not like you're intentionally being flirty, but sometimes it's easy to like kind of jokingly banter and oh, that can yeah. come across as flirting. Yeah. Maybe refrain from that. I had a very similar situation where I had a friend that we had known each other for a long time and eventually Taryn knows this. He shared that he had feelings for me Wait, and who? I, um, Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it was something very similar where I I forgot. <laughs> we have been friends for years and um, I called that one. friends with my family mm -hmm. and uh, I remember I was going out um, towards him for something. 
I was there by myself and I was like, hey, like we should get dinner and drinks and like hang out and catch up and stuff. Um, So I met him at his place and we like walked around and he showed me around his like where he lives. And he eventually told me and I was just like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) you. I I remember being so, so heartbroken because I genuinely like cared for him and thought, you know, he was a really good friend. But I was like, I. Yeah, this isn't going to happen again. Like, I won't be coming out to visit yeah. anymore. You yeah. know, um, so. I still remember you called me and told me and I was like, I knew it. I knew <laughs> I it. I was like, oh, got it. But like, that's one of those things where like the second they make it clear out of love for them and yeah. you wanting to protect them, you have to be very clear. Like, hi, I don't feel the same way. I do care about you, but not in the same yeah. way that you feel. And you have to draw those lines and make it very clear for them yeah 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 yeah. because if you don't have feelings then you're not going to get hurt but they very much will yeah. so it's you have to you gotta draw you gotta cut it yeah you need to cut it <laughs> you need to cut it <laughs> i have so many things to say on this one is i feel like i feel like i always get hate not hate because <laughs> no one hates me um <laughs> but i feel like people always push back when i say I really think there comes a point in your life where you can't, not you can't, it's not the best idea to be friends with the opposite sex. Mm. And it's because I think it's very rare for two people or whatever your preference is, right? Mm -hmm. Like to be friends with someone who you love them dearly. I I think sometimes love can be confused it's very easy to shift from like, I love you as a friend, mm-hmm. I would do anything for you, to romantic, right? And it usually takes like one time of some type of like physical connection or like something, a or moment. you're feeling lonely, yeah. or you're feeling like he makes me feel so happy or she makes me feel so like great about myself, like whatever it is. And I think that it is very hard to have those type of relationships where someone has tiny bit of feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times it'll never come out. I think a lot of times it's more like, oh, there's an attraction, but it's not like that because mm-hmm. you don't want to risk the friendship, whatever. But almost every person you talk to and they have that friendship. And if you're like, no, I don't have feelings for them. Well, they have feelings for you. Like, yeah. it's very, very rare. I think it can happen to an extent, but I think best friendships where you're always together, I think it is very, very rare. I do think, I think there is a, a I think it takes a very specific type of person yeah. to have that friendship. And I think both people need to be that specific type of person. Yeah. And I think that is extremely rare. I was having this conversation with my friend on the way to Mammoth this past week because we were just playing 20 questions. We had like freaking a five and a half hour drive. Yeah. Like, we had so much time. So we were just asking each other like weird stuff. And this was one of them. And it was like, can guys and girls of opposite sex um, be friends like platonic friends Mm -hmm. and my my answer after like much thought and discussion was like no I think I think it's one I think it's very rare and then two I think it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be with the person but I think we're very much (laughs) we're gonna go down a a path right now I think we're very much animals in in that sense where there is a drive to procreate and to survive and to stay alive and that does involve like offspring yeah well and, and I like think, just connection and yeah obviously yeah. I think we're like a different level than animals but um I think that is still like something in us to where no you might not be attracted to him or want to like have a life with him but does that mean that you wouldn't be with him yeah you probably would yeah it's just Like I said, there's levels, right? Like there's friends where like I see them every once in a while and I'm like, hey, what's up? And it's like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, like a friendship like me and you, if I'm spending that amount of time with someone and telling them everything, like my deepest things and they're sharing with me, like you can't have that and not start to like be like, oh my gosh, like, wait, is this something? Like, Especially the like daily basis. Yes. And eventually you're going to get with someone And that then creates a tricky dynamic. So it's just, so anyways, all this to say, I think either way, 
no matter what all we've talked about, he clearly has feelings for you. Yeah, he's made it very clear. Yeah. So there's going to be awkwardness that comes when you start dating someone where he's going to get upset. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, If he mm -hmm. starts dating someone, they're not going to want you around if they find out like he like confessed his love for you. There's tension. You're getting grossed out by stuff he says. So I think either way, it's showing this friendship isn't meant to continue the way it was. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think it has to be these like this big dramatic thing. I think you can be very clear with him and just say, hey, I'm I'm cool with us being friends, but here are my boundaries. Like, I don't want to hang out with you one on one. I don't think we should be like texting each other. And like when we hang out in groups and we see each other, cool. But like for me, I need that space. Yeah. And also like it could die down eventually. Like I've had a guy that confessed feelings for me. It was super awkward. We didn't talk for a while. And then one day he just came up and was like, hey, like I want to be friends again. And I was like, okay. And like we were cool, you know. But did that change the way I acted to him? Yeah. Yeah, Because I'm not a bad person. Like I didn't want to hurt him. touch him while you're talking exactly. like hand on his arm exactly. or something like that you make sure that like eye contact doesn't linger and yeah. that nothing comes across as flirty fully and- yeah and i i definitely am the type of person i've said this before like people have accused me of being a flirt but it's because i act like even if i just met you i'm the type that acts like i've known you forever right mm-hmm. so like i am very like physical i'm very like oh, let's just talk about everything and our feelings and tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. So it, I have had to learn the time and place for certain things, yeah, you yeah. know? No, for sure. But anyways, I feel like it's very clear and I know you're writing in because you feel guilty about like having to cut ties, but I think... You need to cut it. There are options. And if you want to go the way of like, hey, let's create some boundaries, see how it goes. And then if he can't do that, yeah, then be like the drastic like, hey, we can't talk anymore. Yeah. But... um, And I think just like give him a heads up. Just be like, hey. Yeah. I know how you feel. I'm so sorry I don't feel that way. Out of, pr- out of respect and love for you. Maybe don't use the word love. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I'm going to I make about sure you. that, you know, we are protecting you at all costs i would love if we don't hang out one-on-one still down to hang out in groups Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah Yeah. draw those lines fully agree wow you got this jody wisdom dropped wisdom dropped mischief managed mischief managed Okay, going into my story, I don't want to say the title because I feel like it's going to give too much away, away, but it is from Anonymous. And let's dive in, shall we? Hi, Taryn and Ashley. I hope you ladies are having an amazing day and that 2022 is going well for you thus far. I started binge listening to your podcast in 2020 and have not missed a single episode since. My girl. I gave it away. It's a girl. (laughs) I find myself re-listening to old episodes because I'm too impatient to wait for Monday. You two are so wise. She called us wise. We are. We're going to walk out of here with our heads high today. There's so, do you ever have times? Because I feel like everyone who writes in is like, you changed so many people. You guys are like so amazing. You're so smart. And then sometimes like I'll have moments where I'm like in my room. My room's a mess. Something smells in my room and I can't find it. <laughs> and I'm playing VR for hours by myself. And I'm like, do they know? Like, they really know. <laughs> but maybe that's what's so inviting about us is we show all We're sides. We're relatable as hell, Taylor. We are relatable. Yes. And everyone would be more relatable if we were just so much more open about our mess, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry, tangent. Keep going. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Let's say it again. You two are so wise. And I love your YouTube (laughs) channels as well. I've thought about writing into you guys about many things. But when this situation came about, I ran right to my laptop to email you guys. I love it. Wow. (laughs) I hope that you'll read this on the pod. But even if you don't, I'm just excited to be emailing you. Now, this story isn't exactly about me. And because of the nature of the story, I would like to stay anonymous. But for you guys to know, my name is blank. Let me get into the story because it's quite complex. I have an older sister. Let's call her Piper. She's 23. Piper Piper is a cute name. Uh, She's 23 and I'm 20. 
Piper has been teaching at a school in our city for the past two years through a fellowship program. I know you guys love details and these will definitely come into play. This year, she was able to begin her master's program for teaching online through a partnership between her job and NYU. This fall, she was assigned to a sort of mentor to monitor her teaching hours and to be an advisor to her. Her mentor happened to be male, and let's call him Seth. Is this going to further prove my point? I don't know. About halfway through (laughs) the fall semester, she began mentioning him a lot more and Uh going to the gym with him. She oh, also, shoot. yeah, the gym is not a good, oh, shoot. if you're friends with the opposite sex and y'all work out together, dude, uh, it's a matter of time. If a guy gets me to go to the gym, just period, period. at this point, Taryn's interested. I'm into it. Taryn is attractive. Cause no much. one would I choose to run like a duck in front of, so. Run like a duck in front of, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. The mental Ooh, picture. The gym. Okay. She also mentioned that he trains a lot of people, so I didn't really think anything of it. Eventually, along the line, Piper mentioned that he was married and had a child. (gasps) My mom, who can be very judgmental and tends to jump to extensive conclusions, automatically found it odd that she was spending time at the gym with him so often. Mm. Isn't it weird how moms know? Moms know. But like, yes, but also... who. Who's like, mentor? No. What? When you are a married man, mm. mm-hmm. there is a very small source of excuses that you should be spending time outside of your job or like things that you're doing, uh-huh. going to do activities alone with a female that's not your wife. Also, we're talking like not student, but student. Yeah, like younger, but like. Yeah. That's not like if my husband was ever like, oh yeah, I was working out to the gym. I got a new gym partner. Her name is like Susan. What else, Susan? (laughs) Her name's Piper. Piper. I would be like, then no, huh? That's a hard no, huh? (laughs) Um. Anyways, continuing on, the mom brought it up a lot and talked down on Piper behind her back. I'm extremely loyal to my sister, so I mentioned it to her, but Piper still reassured me that there was nothing going on. It's coming. It's coming. That brings us to today. Just (laughs) this evening, Piper sent me a text saying she needed to talk to me about something and that she was not okay. She ended up FaceTiming me and admitting to me that she had slept with Seth not once, but twice. And yes, Seth is still married with a child. Oh my God, I hate men. Piper told me that this happened back in December and that she knew she was a horrible person. She also said that she understood if I didn't want to be around her, but I reassured her that I would not do that, although I am very disappointed in her decision. On top of all of that, she also said that her roommate and coworker admitted to knowing about the affair <gasps> since it happened and avoiding her purposefully because of it. For reference, Piper's roommate had been at the apartment less and less since December and staying with her girlfriend instead. She told Piper that she did not want to be friends with her right now because she is extremely uncomfortable with her decisions. Shoot. And she had been cheated on before and knows how it feels. Oh, that is is one of the biggest triggers I feel like out there Mm -hmm. is like if you've been cheated on, anything comes up in regards to that and you're automatically like, so triggered and like there for the person and angry yes. with them. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Oh, I asked my sister why she slept with Seth and if he'd been treating her differently at work since. I can tell that Piper feels horrible and she was saying things like, I know I don't deserve anything good in life. We talked for a while and I tried my best to comfort her without justifying her decision. My question is, what advice do you have for my sister Piper? How does she move forward with this and become a better person? I also have a long-term boyfriend and can't even imagine how sick I would feel if I were to be cheated on, so it's harder for me to give advice. Should she ask Seth to tell his wife the truth? Should she tell his wife? Should she leave the school she works at after the semester? I have never dealt with someone who intentionally cheated or helped someone cheat. And I don't know what to say or how to be there for my sister and also let her know that her actions were awful. 
I also am concerned because Piper and I were planning on getting an apartment together at the end of the summer, but this decision and some other decisions that she's made in the past are really making Mm. me question whether it's safe slash wise to live with her. I really need and want to get out and get my own place because my home life is not very healthy. I won't go into detail since this email is already so long. I need all of the advice that you ladies can offer. I love you guys so much and thank you for reading this email, XOXO anonymous and then she says also you guys will definitely <laughs> i didn't read the ps <laughs> we just got invited to a wedding <laughs> again Shut. you guys what is at your weddings and it means uh, everything dude. and i don't think i don't think I don't think that you guys understand how down Taryn and I are yeah. to just freaking show up and crash your wedding. Yep. We would love. I would like to give we a speech. Would love. <laughs> Imagine me up there. Hi, everyone. Imagine like walking in and everyone be like, oh, how do you know the bride and groom? And we'd be like, uh. We should say we're their therapists. <laughs> That's epic. We're their life counselors. I'm her life counselor. Guidance counselors. Yeah. Thank you so much for the wedding invite. Um, we'll this there. is very exciting. Uh, can't wait to show up. I have so many things to say. Yeah, I think I think we've gotten so many emails about people who have accidentally cheated, and we've gotten so and I and I realize that, that it can be sticky, and sometimes you get in situations where like it just kind of happened and you weren't planning on it. This, how I agree, does feel so much more different because it was such a slow like build up to. Yeah, it it doesn't feel the same as like oh we got drunk we were on a thing and it just kind of happened and yeah this is very much like you saw it coming mm-hmm. so it was very intentional for Piper to be like listen I like you I know you have a family I'm doing this anyways that's what that's what I think like takes us to the next level see and this is one of those like I feel like it's hard for us to even fully give advice on what she should do right because there's so there are so many things at play here Mm -hmm. um you know like is this like is he this old creepy dude who like uses his position to like seduce his um what is she he's like her trainer right uh she's in a fellowship program and he is her mentor okay like is this just something that's happened all the time because then and this sucks. And I'm not the type of person to go around and be like, sexist, blah, blah. Like, that's not. But there are some harsh realities out there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could be that this guy has done this thing, that the administration knows about it, and they just try to make stuff like hush hush and it just goes away. Yeah. Or it could be something where if she reported it, there was action that was taken and whatever. She could tell the wife because I think the wife deserves to know. But then also, like, how much, like, at what point she need? I think your sister needs to think about herself right now. Yeah. And what is best for her. And if what's best for her is just to, like, cut everything, leave, quit the job, leave. She doesn't want to get involved in everything. Mm-hmm then she should do that. If what's best for her is to shoot just an email to the wife and or a, a letter or whatever and say like, hey, I just want you to know A, B, and C. If she wants to report, if she wants to like create the waves and like hope that it creates a change because obviously stuff's going on within this company that shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard to say because I don't know what your sister like mentally and emotionally can handle. And I don't know what the outcome is because unfortunately there's so many women that report stuff and are just dismissed Mm -hmm. and fired or, you know, obviously not for that reason because they would never like fully be able to say that. Right. Yeah. And then you leave with all this emotional damage of like they didn't believe me or they didn't care like they chose him over me. Yeah. So it's it's hard because. There are so many possibilities of how this situation could end up. Right. So I don't feel comfortable yeah. being like a part of suggesting a certain thing that could have that impact on her. Yeah. I could say me as a, a wife, I would want to know. Like I would want to know what's going on behind my back. But I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just don't want to say something and have her do it and then have that responsibility if something happens. So it's hard. I think what Piper needs to do is sit down and decide what her options are and what's best for her. If that means staying in this fellowship, 
then I think. <sighs> but how do you Ooh. how do you continue in that? That's right. what I like. We're talking about this other situation that's like, oh, they're friends. And he told me he liked me. I can't even be his friend. Yeah. Let alone like you're going to go and have to report to this guy and see him like chances are either it's going to be super awkward and damaging to you or you're going to keep sleeping with him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would. Taryn's right. I feel like you need maybe you can stay in the same fellowship program and just request a new mentor. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to I don't know if this is a healthy answer or not, but I am definitely I avoid conflict at all costs. I would bounce so hard. Yeah, and that, I'm just going. I don't know if this is advice, but, but what, this is what I would do. No, but that's what we're saying. Like yeah. you know your skill set and yeah. your levels, and you know you couldn't handle like I couldn't. This I big couldn't thing. see him every yeah. day. And if I had already like, um, if I had already like broken down and like slept with him, then it's gonna happen again. Yeah, that's how I am in all things in life. <laughs> like once I like break that like first time, then I'm like, okay, it's done. I'm eating the whole cake. You yeah. know, like it's just like that's just my personality. So I don't think I could be around him. Period. Yeah. So I would I would try to figure out. I would I would want to stay at my school and be in my fellowship program at all costs. Um, so I would try to find a new mentor and you don't need to tell them why it's no one's business. Honestly, um, if, if you don't want to tell anyone, you don't have to, but I would just get rid of him in your life period. Um, all communication and uh, avoid possibly running into him at all costs. Yeah. Um, if that is not an option, um, may for whatever reason, then maybe it's time to find a different place for your yeah. fellowship program. Maybe you can do it at a different school. Um, that sucks because I know you've been working so hard and or Piper's been working so hard, but it's one of those things, Taryn's so right. We can't, we can't really... I need to know so much more. Yeah, because then you have the flip side that's like, well, why should she have to leave? Right. Why should she have to like run away like yeah. she's not in a relationship also, like so she's not the authority this. figure exactly i know so she's that's... a grown adult 23 is old enough to she's an adult um but that is still that is him being very inappropriate yeah in his workplace and her being the like yeah student uh so that puts him in a really bad position uh, oof, that is tough no, that's what i'm saying like it's like i think my initial response is like no, like you need to like report it. You need to tell the wife like all these things. But I I know that and it's so hard because people who are like the other woman, the other man, like you get this rap that you're just this awful, terrible person. And I think sometimes it's so much easier to hate that person than to like hate the person that you love that you're still in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. But end of the day, like he is the one like massively in the wrong. Like, should she have done it? No, she went into it knowingly. She has to take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just so hard because I have been the other person. And did I go into it knowingly? No. But I watched how at the end of it, I was literally thrown to the side like a piece of garbage while this guy just like continued on with his life and like was so happy as if nothing happened and that was such a damaging experience for me that I still am like processing right so I just that's what I'm saying is like she needs to be careful of what comes after this because not only is she gonna have trust issues because she's seen firsthand how easy it is but she also is gonna feel like she keeps saying, like, I understand if you don't talk to me, I'm I'm a terrible person, all this stuff. Like, yes, what you did was terrible, but all of us make mistakes. That does not determine who we are and what our future is. No, so it's she's no got, worse than like what anyone else has done either. Yeah. She's gotta figure out how to take control back of like who she is and then step forward. Tomorrow's a new day. Be a person that you can be proud of tomorrow. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's just hard because I think she needs to figure out where she's going. Does this guy deserve to get caught in, in trouble? Yeah, he fully does. And I and like p- there's a tiny bit of me that hopes that happens. Mm-hmm. But I also think Piper needs to figure out what is best for her. Mm-hmm. What can she handle? What kind of support system does she have? And yeah. kind of move on from there. And what will allow her to continue in her program yeah. and continue school and work? 
Yeah, um, in a way that makes sense and she's comfortable with not going in every day and being like, yeah, this is so awkward, yeah, you know? Yeah, and like not necessarily going to the school and like telling everyone either. Like it, it's whatever's whatever f- feels right for her. Um, but but I, now her I roommate knows. She, I hope that she stands up for herself yeah. also. Um, that can just create such a, like Sometimes, I said, like a bad rep. Like yeah. you are known for this. And it's like, oh, well, I wouldn't trust her around my man. I wouldn't. Like, yeah, she's she's got to be careful what how this plays out. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. Know. And in some pl- in some cases, obviously, right now, it's just her you writer anonymous um, and her roommate. But if it like if it continues to grow and the rumors tend to spread or start to spread, sometimes it's better to just narrate, take control of the narrative yeah. and like say it yourself. Um, again, that's something that she would have to decide. It's so hard. If it was just two people, I wouldn't feel the need to like make this huge um, petition um, or, or get him written up in any way. I would probably tell the wife and yeah, kind of leave that on in their corner um but again if the rumors start flowing then i i personally would rather take charge of what's being said and say hey this happened and take it to the board or i don't know where you work but yeah Yeah. (laughs) because then i mean i've seen firsthand situations where you know someone is like their marriage is basically over they're miserable all this stuff they have an affair and then the marriage ends up ending and they were with them and that was then a healthy relationship like i've seen every type of outcome like mm-hmm. from personal experience like people i know and love mm-hmm. so that's why it's such a situational thing of like where you're gonna go from here Mm -hmm. and i don't know what her conversations are like with this guy is he is he just being like super sleazy like the next day acts like it didn't happen or is he like i love you like i'm gonna leave her like not that cheating is ever right and i want to say that so so clear i don't care what your situation is there is always a better option Mm -hmm. there's always a better option But there are a lot of things that come into play that we don't know. So that's yeah. why it's so hard to like are there know real how to feelings? handle it. Are they, was this just a one-time thing? Yeah. Sounds like it probably was. I wish I knew like his age. I know, I know, I know. There's, <laughs> There's so, so many, many things. things I want to know. I would say like as her sister sit with her, I think it's really good um, if you care about a person, you need to care about them enough to say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those are hard conversations to have. But I think you reassure her that you love her. You're not judging her. You're here for her. But mm-hmm. also, like, ask her those hard questions. Yeah. And also, like, that's what sisters are for. So if she, mm-hmm. obviously she messed up. She's aware of that. Be, you're the type of person and you're in the position to be her accountability buddy where you're just like, hey. Listen, I love you. You messed up. But guess what? It's okay. However, you got to do better. Yeah. Like moving forward, don't just assume that you can go back to seeing him and working out with him and like spending time in your fellowship program with him. That's all got to change. And if you don't, then you are headed down a very messy road that I don't want to watch you go down. Yeah. So maybe that means we don't live together because I don't want to sit here and watch you make a mess of everything and then have to pick it up later. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a whole other. I would want to be there for her, but I don't necessarily want to sit there and watch it play out. You know, it's hard. Yeah. I think your best be there for her, but also it sounds like you have your own stuff going on with like your house and needing to get Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And I think if you don't feel like that would be a stable, secure situation, don't do it because, because we don't know what else is going on. Your, your living area and circumstance has to be, a safe spot for mm-hmm. you too. And so. it's okay to be selfish yeah. in that way. No, you need fully. to take care of yourself first before helping someone else. Ugh, such a, I hate, I hate how common that is. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so, it's so, so common. Up. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's just heartbreaking to me. And I think, I don't know, there's so many factors that come into it. So I feel like hopefully something we said can spark a like, yeah, that's a good question asker that or yeah. I need to like whatever. Maybe something resonated. But at the end of the day, she's got to take control of her own life. And I do believe that stuff 
Like what goes around comes around and this guy hopefully is going to learn his lesson too in some way. Yeah. And a lot of times, I this is the last thing I'm going to say. I think something something that happens to a lot of people when this occurs is you feel this like huge sense of shame and rightfully yeah. so. Like I get that. Um, so you don't talk about it and you don't want to talk about it because you don't want rumors to be spread. But 90% of the time I feel like, and I say 90, I don't know where that came from, Um <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's done this with someone else, too. And that's what I'm super curious that's about. Where Ugh. sometimes it is better to say it and get it out in the open because, I mean, that's how the whole Me Too moment, movement mm-hmm. happened, anyways, was someone finally spoke up. Um, so I don't know. I'm just in my head, based off of this email, I I'm picturing know so this many like, more sleazy things. professor yeah. who has a track record of hooking up with girls. Um, I mean, in my head, I'm like, uh, he he even got her to his gym and was working out with her. See, that, like, that's intentional. That wasn't even there. Like if they if he hadn't been like, hey, let's go work out together. Just the two of them. Like yeah. you right when you read it, I was like, mm, this is weird. Yeah. Then maybe I don't I don't know. There's so, there's there's so many so things much. I need to know. But in my head, especially with the gym thing, he's a sleazy professor, and I would not be shocked if he's done this before. But again, I don't know the guy. There's so much I want to know. Um, ugh. I think you're an amazing sister for writing yeah. it on behalf of your sister. I think be there for her when she needs you, but a healthy distance is crucial mm-hmm. to your sanity and mental health. Um, I don't think you I don't think you need to live with your sister. I, I think um, if you guys are feeling like you're in two different places, then maybe that's you don't okay. need that. And that's totally fine. Um, but dang, I hope she gets very, out of it. You seem yeah. very wise and level headed. And mm-hmm. I love that. And I think your sister needs a little bit of you in her life. So yeah. You're a good, big, good little sister. Little good sister. Good little sis. Good little sis. Oof. Well, ending on that heavy note. <laughs> uh, the message should be taken away from this one. Ladies and gentlemen, don't cheat. Just don't do it. Don't, don't do cheat it. or no one has time for that. Hire a private investigator. <laughs> Just to check in everyone. <laughs> it's not that I don't trust you. <laughs> well, I guess. Well, I, uh, anyways. Okay. Should we have a dad joke? Let's, let's end it on a positive note because you guys know we love a ending on a dad joke. I could have talked about that situation for like five hours. Oh, more. same. I still have so much to say I'm and like so much is like running fighting, through my head. emailing her back and being right? like, wait, I need to know his age and I need to know his if address. If we go to the wedding, we're going to be <gasps> like, oh my God, the wedding. <laughs> ah, anyways, okay. My friend asked me if I could name two different structures that hold water. I said, well, damn. <laughs> That's good. You get it? Because well, well and damn. Damn. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. Okay, good. That was really good. (laughs) You guys, uh, you guys already know if you made it to the dad joke that we love you the mostest. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you guys are sitting on something, a sticky situation, like what we read today, or maybe something more serious or something maybe more lighthearted, write it in. This is your sign to do so. Taryn and I live for the drama. So give us all the dirty details um, and be sure to follow us on all of our socials because we continue the conversations there. Yes, we love you all. Have a great day. Hug your loved ones. That's it. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.